We communicate constantly and conveniently. Check our messages. Consult our calendars. Get directions when driving. Find out the local forecast. Make a reservation at a restaurant. Peruse podcasts. Plus, plenty of other purposeful applications. And all in the palm of our hands. We'll set out to demystify these pocket-sized portals known as smartphones once and for all on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. You got it. Hello, 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 amigos. And welcome to this, another exciting edition of FYI. I hope you guys are enjoying all the different topics that we've taken a look at so far. Just remember, if you have suggestions for future shows, I'd love to hear from you. And be patient, because there is a method to my madness. And when we say there's a method to my madness, significa literalmente que hay un método detrás de mi locura. Que lo estoy haciendo por algo. It's not just haphazardly. Al azar. Y ya empezamos con buen vocabulario. Just a quick reminder, guys, too. If you want to get all the vocabulary from all the episodes, well, all you have to do is join us over on Patreon. As you guys know, there's a bonus part. There are PDFs with hundreds and hundreds of expressions and words and collocations from all different episodes. And you can have access to the whole catalog if you join us on Patreon. That's a lot of episodes and a lot of vocabulary. Also, if you're in our higher levels, you can get weekly and monthly classes with me. I urge you guys to go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and see what you're missing out on because we are having a blast. And speaking of patrons, I want to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Mara, Javier, Francisco, Tony, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, Edgar, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Paco, Diego, Carmen, and of course, my wife, Diana. Yeah, did you guys know that the Diana that I mention every week is none other than my loving and lovely wife? Yeah, loving is that she loves me and lovely is that she is beautiful. So that Diana that you hear every week, that is none other than my wife. So we'll send her a big kiss to my wife and all of my patrons for being awesome students. Remember, if you guys want a free sample or if you want to find out more, just go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and you can join our curious community. Now let's get on with the show. Let's take a look at our intro, which is chock full of vocabulary. I started out by saying we communicate constantly and conveniently. Ya empezamos con unos adverbios, some adverbs. And I want to look at the pronunciation of the word communicate. No es comunicate. La U es como decir you. El you de tú. 
communicate. You communicate. Same sound. So we communicate constantly. Esa es fácil. Constantemente. And conveniently. Convenient es de una forma cómoda. We check our messages. Revisamos nuestros mensajes. We consult our calendars. And there's another one. My students sometimes mispronounce that and they say consult, but it's consult. We consult our calendars. We get directions when driving. We find out the local forecast, right? La previsión local. We make a reservation at a restaurant. We peruse podcasts and peruse. ¿Qué es esto? I imagine this is a new word for many of you. Well, peruse is to read thoroughly. Leer detenidamente. In this case, we don't read podcasts, but it means to take a look at in detail. Great verb, to peruse. Well, I needed a P because of the word podcasts. And then some more P's up ahead. Plus Plenty, plenty es bastante, muchísimo, plus plenty of other purposeful applications. And all in the palm of our hands, en la palma de la mano. And of course, I'm talking about our smartphones. I'm sure you guys knew when you heard the ringtone or the notification what today's episode was going to be about. I guarantee, and tell me if I'm right here, but I guarantee that many of you guys, when you heard the beginning of today's podcast, you checked your phone, didn't you? Yeah, I know. We are creatures of habit. And I wrapped up today's intro by saying we will set out emprender. This is a great one. We will set out to demystify these pocket-sized portals. And pocket-sized means de tamaño del bolsillo. And portal, well, because it's a portal to the internet, but some would say it's a portal to the whole world in general. And I also use the expression once and for all. And in Spanish, you say una vez y por todas. So are you ready to demystify smartphones? All right, well, let's start by taking a look at how massive this industry is. Now, I want you guys to take a guess here just to see how close you are or if you were way off. And if you're way off, it means que no estabas ni cerca del número. So, now, let's see how many million, because let, let's, let's speak in millions here, because the numbers we're going to talk about today are astronomical. How many new users in millions do you think there are every year? I'm saying users of smartphones. Did you say 5 million? Did you say 10 million? Higher, higher. 50 million? No, no. A hundred million. Come on, that's a huge number. No, 300 million new users each year between people who are getting a, a smartphone for the first time or people who are looking to upgrade. And the sales, las ventas, they're counted in billions, in miles de millones. So without a doubt, we can say this is a massive industry. And just to give you an idea of how much this industry has grown, the percentage rise in sales from 2007 to the year 2020 is a jaw-dropping, vamos, que se te cae la mandíbula, a jaw-dropping 1,200%. 
Sí, me has oído bien. 1.200 porcentaje en cuanto a crecimiento. That is huge. And why did I say 2007? Well, 2007 was a pivotal year, as I'll tell you a little bit later on in today's episode. Let's take a look at some more figures as well. According to a report from 2018, now again, this is even a bit outdated now, but the numbers were still mind-blowing. They initially stated that there were 465 million unique mobile subscription users in Europe. Translation, 85% of the population has a mobile phone in Europe. So I think it's safe to say that these smartphones are ubiquitous They are here to stay. Están para quedarse. And we're going to look at all that, the implications. We're going to look at the cost of where that hefty price tag comes from. And a price tag is otra forma de decir precio. And hefty is muy grande. Some good vocabulary. Remember, guys, if you can't get all this vocabulary down, you can consider becoming a patron and you can literally follow along on the PDFs and check the words in English and in Spanish. I know it's very helpful for my students. And again, if you want a sample just to see how it works, just contact me and let me know. You can call me on my smartphone. <laughs> okay, that was not too funny. Before we get into the actual smartphone, we need to talk about all the different milestones, all the different technology that had to be developed before we got to the smartphone. One of those being, hello, uh, the telephone? Does that ring a bell? <laughs> I've got jokes today. This one, does it ring a bell? <laughs> the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell? Okay. I won't quit my day job. Cuando alguien dice un mal chiste o canta mal, le decimos, don't quit your day job. So you can't have a smartphone without the phone, or else it's just a smart, I guess. But those phones were dumb. <laughs> dumb is the opposite of smart, tontos. They were dumb phones, but they had to be invented. And as we've seen many times in history, it's not the original invention that takes off. So what am I getting at? The TV was really popular when it was invented. But what happened? It was in black and white. It was huge. So the modern version of the TV looks nothing like the original TV. So what I'm getting at is the initial invention is the predecessor. It's always how we improve on it. So it's the innovation. It's us using these devices and figuring out how to make them more comfortable, more user-friendly. I don't know if you guys remember those old TVs. I mean, yeah, we had big screen TVs and color, but those TVs now, the ones that take up your entire living room, to take up as ocupar, those are totally passe. Everybody's got a flat screen. So it's the improvements on the inventions. That's where the real innovation comes in. And in the bonus part of today's show, I'm going to give you guys some really useful vocabulary and sentences that we would use when we're on the phone, just like that. Because a lot of my students say, for example, I was talking by the phone. 
No, eso significa estaba hablando cerca del teléfono. We say I was talking on the phone. But we'll look at more of that in the bonus part of today's show. So a whole host of other inventions had to be invented before we could have our smartphone. The radio, the computer, what about GPS? Walkie-talkie, pager, cell phone, it's a PDA because it's got a calendar. I mean, it's got a little bit of everything. And I remember there was an ad, un anuncio, it was a, in a print ad, in papel, and it had all these different devices on it. It had a camera, it had a computer, it had a GPS, it had a cell phone, a walkie-talkie, and now all of those things are in one device, your smartphone. So uh, with patrons, if you guys have seen it, when I shared the bonus stuff, I shared that circular, I shared that ad, and it's mind-blowing to think that all of those things were separate devices. But now we've got them all, all of these devices, and many of them useful devices in the palm of our hands. Other technologies that had to be developed were not just the camera, because that's a big, important part of people's phones. That's one of the selling points. So not only did cameras have to be developed, but small cameras that would fit into a phone. Also, as I said before, GPS, the touch screen, there was another innovation that made it possible. SIM cards, right? A phone without a SIM card, satellite technology, high-speed data modems, networks. I mean, all of this other stuff had to be invented first. And then all of it had to be shrunken down and cogido to fit into the palm of your hand. When you think about it like that, it's pretty fascinating. Again, if you want to take a look at that Radio Shack ad, you can Google Radio Shack iPhone, and then it'll show you all these things that were sold separately that are now one item. If you're a patron, then I've already posted it. So let's define a smartphone because we were talking about phones and also cell phone technology had to be developed. But what is a smartphone? I'm going to read the definition word for word. Now, why did I say mobile phone instead of mobile phone? When all of my British friends say mobile, why did I say mobile? Well, firstly, Americans call it a cell phone. We don't call it a mobile. But if we are going to use the British word, we'll pronounce it our way. So a mobile phone or a cell phone. Cell is much more common. But the British, they say mobile. So it's a mobile phone that performs many of the functions of a computer, typically having a touchscreen interface, internet access, and an operating system capable of running downloaded apps. So, now that we know the definition, what was the first smartphone? And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking it was the iPhone, obviously. I mean, that was the first one I remember. Well, if we look at the definition of smartphone, then Apple's iPhone was not the first smartphone. It was the first successful smartphone. It was the smartphone that changed the game, but it was not the first. 
This is a great trivia question. I'll tell you, the first one was called Simon. That was the name of the phone. And it was two companies, IBM, very popular computer company, and Bell South, a phone company in the United States. And they teamed up to make a smartphone device called Simon. I shared a picture of it on Patreon. It is a clunky thing. Clunky siendo un poco aparatoso. And this was in 1992. And it had everything we commonly link to smartphones now. So technically, the first smartphone was Simon. It came out in 1992. It had a touchscreen. It had apps. It even had predictive typing. But it was a flop. Un fracaso. It was on the market for six months and then they took it off the market because nobody was interested in this clunky thing. And nothing happened until 2007. Well, at least not publicly. Everything that was happening was behind the scenes because it wasn't until 2007 where we saw the Apple iPhone. It was revealed by Steve Jobs and everybody, I think, now says that was the turning point. Because if you look at what they look like now, these smartphones, that's what they look like. They still look like that. If you look at this Simon one, okay, it's trying, but the technology was not ready yet. So a lot of people consider the iPhone kind of the first successful one, but it was not the first. Sorry, Apple, Simon was first. So then, my question is, who is the undisputed champion of smartphones? Is it iPhone? I know what many people are thinking. It's definitely iPhone. Well, not really. They popularized it and they changed the game, but they are losing market share, as we say in English. They're losing market share to companies like Huawei. You guys say Huawei. We say Huawei in the English world, but I don't know how the Chinese say it. I guess we should ask them. Well, no, it's not Huawei either, even though they're gaining market share every day. The king, the undisputed king right now is Samsung. You heard correctly, Samsung dominates the charts. According to GSM Arena, it's a website that tracks all of this stuff, Samsung is one of the biggest brands and delivers phones with good overall features. We all know that they give Apple some real competition and they've got all different price points, which means de todo tipo de precios. And I'm sure many of you know that a lot of the iPhone parts are made by Samsung. So if that's not an indication, I mean the OLED screen, that's Samsung, but Apple's using it. And according to the figures I have here, the Galaxy A51, which is a Samsung phone, is by far, con mucha diferencia, the most popular phone in the world. Number two, the A71. I'm sure you can figure out that the A71 is also manufactured by Samsung, right? Because the other one was the Galaxy A51. Well, number two is the A71. So the most popular phones in the world, number one and number two, are Samsung phones. Anybody want to take a guess as to which company is in the third place? Did you say Apple? Nope. 
Sorry, Apple, you lost the podium there to Xiaomi, another one from China, which is every day gaining more and more market share. My favorite comment is when I tell someone, oh, I have an iPhone. And they say, well, I have one of those Chinese phones. And I say, well, where do you think the iPhone was made? In other words, they're all Chinese phones. And we're going to talk about some of the controversy in the bonus part of today's show. Now, we haven't mentioned too much about Android yet. And I know the first thing you guys think about when you think of Android is Google. And yes, Google owns the Android name, the software and everything, but they didn't create it. That's right. They purchased it like they did with many other technologies. So there's another interesting fact. Google didn't create Android. They bought it and then obviously they developed it and worked on it. And I imagine they've invested a lot of money in it. And Android is by far the most used operating system. Well, think about it. If iOS is only on Apple phones, and all the rest basically use this Android operating system, well, do the math. But according to the figures I have here, Google purchased the Android name and brand for around $50 million in the year 2005. What a steal. Vaya chollo. So what does the future hold? I mean, it doesn't seem like this trend is going away. All the numbers are going up. There's more and more users every day. There's more and more usage every day. So what's going to happen in the future? Nobody really knows. But we do know that it's only growing. Right now, in 2021, when we're recording this podcast, there are 3.8 billion smartphone users in the world. In the year 2020, a total of 1.57 billion smartphones were sold in the world. That's one year. And these numbers are growing. And we didn't even get into India and China. Those numbers are totally astronomical. So it seems like we've reached the point of no turning back. Que ya no hay vuelta atrás. But I don't know if that's a good thing. And we're going to discuss that in today's bonus part. Now, can you imagine your life without your cell phone, without your smartphone? There's actually a phobia that exists, and we will talk about that in the bonus part of today's show. We'll also talk about some fun facts. We'll break down the cost of making a phone, controversy, useful phone vocabulary, and so much more. I do hope you'll join us in the bonus part of today's show. I'll wrap up the first part of the show saying that there is no doubt that these phones, these little computers in our pockets have changed the way we see the world. They've changed the way history has been told. They've changed the way we do business. We communicate with our families. We book trips and even the way we see world events. I always tell my friends, imagine September 11th now. Imagine everybody with their cell phones filming it. We would literally have 360 degree views of what happened on September 11th or the Kennedy assassination. It has changed the world. We know that. But in the bonus part, we'll look at how that can be a good thing 
and the potentially dark and dangerous side. All that and much more in the bonus part of today's FYI.